Hello, hello, and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Grandmaster Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Deputy Grandmaster Craig Greca. I'm a 7th degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a 5th degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art. I'm a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over three years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. So uh, today's example comes to you from the Miyagi-Dos, who were famous for doing work around the house, like uh, painting the fence, uh, sanding the floor, painting the house. Okay, and every time Mr. Miyagi had Daniel, or in this case, Daniel LaRusso had the kids doing this work, there was massive repetitions involved in order to gain strength and muscle endurance, which is necessary to do martial arts. Okay, now also, too, you can be doing some um, muscle memory as well, and we'll be talking about that during our topic today. So our topic today is the rep challenge. The rep challenge. So a little uh, personal history on this. Um, when I was young, um, I had the, uh, they had the uh, Presidential Physical Fitness Award in school, which we would do every year in gym class. And I was so proud that I was able to complete it with flying colors. Um, Part of it um, was the pull-up challenge, okay? And that one was particularly difficult to do because as we got older, uh, a lot of the, um, a lot of our bodies didn't, uh, they got heavier and our arms could not keep up with the uh, strength-to-weight ratio, okay? Uh, I just remember because I was kind of a skinny kid and I would still smoke the uh, pull-ups because I had good strength-to-weight ratio when I was a kid. And I uh, still try to maintain that today. Okay, of course, it gets harder and harder as you become an adult, but we have to keep on trying. So anyways, uh, we're talking about the rep challenge today. So a work task is really easy because um, we've done a lot of these before. The ones that uh, Mr. Miyagi had, uh, had already done, like painting the fence and uh, painting the house and uh, sanding the floor. So today we are uh, talking about lifting stuff. Okay. So a lot of times uh, people don't like um, this particular work task. You know, um, a lot of times uh, uh, in my other work, um, uh, people try to get out of doing this job, okay? And the job is to move something from one place to another, okay? So let's say, for example, that you're doing a job, okay? And you need concrete bricks, okay? Or maybe you're just doing a stone patio in the backyard. Okay. In any case, you have to move those. When you go to the store, you have to move those bricks from the sales floor to a cart. And then you have to roll the cart out to the uh, cash register. Then you have to uh, go out to your vehicle. Then you have to load all of them into your vehicle. Now, after you've done that, you can go ahead and drive to your work site or home or business. And then you have to unload them again. Okay. And then you usually have to, once you get them to work site, you have to move them where they need to go. So just to get them to your site, 
you have to lift it three times, okay? And a lot of people try to get out of lifting it three times, okay? By trying to have a forklift lift it up and put it into their vehicle so they don't have to lift it the first two times. And if you're ordering enough of them, you could get them delivered or you could uh, be able to get a whole pallet. So, um, but as far as like, you know, besides the, you know, equipment helping you out, um, one thing you can do is you could, uh, um, just for, just for fun. Okay. And also to, to know sometimes you don't, when you're doing this kind of work, you don't, um, keep track. So you don't realize at the end of the day why your arms are so sore. Okay. So, um, you can figure out the, um, the weight for each item, and then you can count um, how many times you lift it. Okay, so if you like, for example, just to make it super simple, let's say you need uh, 10 bricks, okay, or let's say 20 bricks. So you have 20 bricks and you have to move them one time, then you have to move them a second time, then a third time. So 20 times 3 is 60 reps. So you did 60 reps today, okay, lifting those bricks, okay. And as I said, these are just to give you an idea, okay, so that you can say, you don't have to say like, you know, sometimes people say like generic things like, hey, um, I did a lot of lifting today, uh, shoveling, whatever, um, but they can't quantify it. So they don't know how much they did because sometimes you can lift very little and then say you lifted a lot. So you have to kind of be accountable for your uh, workout. So the difference between um, doing this this way and just going to the gym and lifting weights is that this is a practical work, okay, rather than just lifting, okay? So it's practical work rather than just lifting. And you get things done, okay? And that's one of the things that we talk about um, in our uh, concept for our podcast is... Um, gaining strength and focus while doing chores, and then following up with martial art exercises to correlate what we've learned in the work task, okay? And when I say in the ending of this podcast, I always say to increase productivity, okay? Increased productivity means that you're getting stuff done, okay? You're not wasting hours and hours at the gym. You're getting stuff done, okay? So that is the, uh, the work task for today, okay? Just basically lifting stuff from point A to point B, okay? As I said, whether it be bricks, concrete, wood, um, a door, you know, or uh, any other thing that you, that you need to lift, whether it be cleaning supplies. Um, some, of this, some of this stuff doesn't weigh a lot, a lot but you'd be surprised. Um, like electrical, for example, is one of those things that we're like, oh, yeah, like electrical stuff just all this little bit of this pipe, this pipe, this, this, this connector, this connector, this connector. But try those spools of wire. Those spools of wire are the heaviest things at the hardware store. So they, they do require some lifting as well. And if you've ever done any electronics, you, you, elect, uh, like electrical work, not electronics, but electrical work, um, when you're holding your arms up there for the longest time trying to get those uh, wire nuts on and the, and the screws on and those wires in the right place, you know, it's really hard on your shoulders and back and neck. So, But anyways, um, yeah, so... Be productive. That's that's the bottom line. Lift, be productive, uh, know how many you did so that you can add them to your totals for the day. Okay? So let's go ahead and move on to the physical training because that's what the bulk of this is for today. Okay? So the physical training that's used in martial arts 
Um, the first thing you want to do is you want to create a list of exercises, okay? Now, you need to be knowledgeable first. Sometimes I always skip this step because I've done it so much and I forget that other people have not. But you need to create a list of exercises, okay? A list of exercises that you like to do in order to get stronger, whether it be military um, presses, both arms in or arms out, whether it be chest presses, okay? Whether it be squats, okay? Whether it be le side leg lifts, front leg lifts, back leg lifts, knee raises, uh, push-ups, tricep extensions, bicep curls. You kind of need to have a working basic knowledge of weightlifting, okay? So you want to you create a list of, list of exercises. Then you also want to know where those exercises target, okay? So for example, if you're doing chest presses, usually a chest press will target your uh, chest, it'll target your triceps, and a little bit of your shoulders, okay? So you have to make sure those are kind of push exercises. Then you have like your back exercises like your rows, and the rows will tax your back primarily, also your bicep as well in the back of your shoulders. So um, you have to know where, know your body well, and you know where you need strengthening and toning. So where you look in the mirror, you say, oh, I need a little bit more toning in my chest, okay? So then you make sure that you hit the chest with a lot of chest exercises, okay? Um, and then just know in general where your strength are. Like for example, uh, just personally speaking, because I do martial arts and because I punch a lot, um, my, my uh, front delt, my front shoulders, tend to be more pronounced than my back shoulders, okay? So I'm always kind of trying to play catch up with the back of the shoulder, okay? So in martial arts, that means doing more outward blocks. That means doing more side fist, back fist, and knife hand strikes. That means doing more rows, more back work um, to, in order to balance out that shoulder so that it doesn't, uh, the front of it's not so big and the back of it's not, okay? Then in your physical training, your martial art training, you have to decide where the rep count is going to be per set, okay? Now, you do this in weightlifting. But I'm, I'm anticipating, at least with this rep challenge, I'm uh, anticipating you getting a lot of reps. So in order to get a lot of reps, um, you're going to have to um, up it a little bit, okay? Now, this, this rep challenge is more geared for uh, younger people, people under the age of 18, and those who are over the age of 40, okay? Uh, because, uh, or 35, because... Um, as you get older, sometimes um, when you're younger, your muscles haven't developed yet, so you need to practice form rather than practice a lot of weight. Um, and when you get older, the heavier weight can put a lot of strain on your joints, so you have to be careful of that. But I like 20 reps. 20 reps is a good number. Okay, It gives you nice muscle, muscle endurance. It gives you a little bit of burn, and that helps you to keep everything strong and toned. Okay? So take 20 reps, that also gets you into the rep challenge game a little bit easier, and you'll be able to get more amounts of reps. Now, um, I've designed my rep challenge uh, to be mostly standing, because um, I like to be able to do it while I'm walking. So if I'm walking at a park, or I'm outside nature, or at work, I can still do my rep challenge. Because a lot of times, as we said, this is used to be productive. So if you're working, you're kind of making money at the same time, you can do a little bit of the rep challenge to, to uh, catch up a little bit, okay, with your workouts, okay? Unless you have all the time in the world, I know that um, a lot of times single guys will have, or ladies for that matter, 
will have to extra time because they don't have to um, they don't have kids or, or spouse so they can go to the gym a little bit more often they, they put it as part of the routine I know when you're married or um, when you have other responsibilities you're working hard especially uh, with the current economy you have to work pretty hard to make your money so uh, you need to kind of always be on the clock so this is a way to keep in shape instead of just kind of like well I'm at work I'm not going to do any workout and um, and then I'm going to get home, I'm going to do it. And then you get home and you're tired and I'm not going to do it. So you have to stop making excuses and just do it. Okay, so if you can bust out 100 reps while you're taking a walk at work, then, then you need to do that. Okay, so I designed most of the rep challenge for standing up. So there's some, I have some chest exercises and some back exercises. They're not, not as easy to do while you're walking, but you can do it. Okay. Um, Another thing you can do is you can use martial art techniques in place of these exercises, okay? So let's say, for example, you want to do a chest press. Well, when, how about instead of a chest press, you grab a brick or you grab some dumbbells and you do some punches, okay? And I call these dumbbell punches. Now, you don't need to pick up anything really, really heavy because if you do, you'll kind of tag the shoulder a little bit more, okay? Because the shoulder has to lift it up when you're standing up. So you keep it light. You know, so you can do a lot of reps. So a lot of times a 5, uh, 8, or a 10-pound weight would be great. Uh, and you can do some dumbbell punches. Okay, sometimes even a 2.5-pound weight would be enough. Okay, so you do dumbbell punches, and you can do just like a total gym. Like, for example, at the gym that I attend, they have a machine that's like a total gym. Both those machines, um, you can do a lot of reps, and you can do punches on. Okay, so I really enjoy those because I can simulate the same muscle memory that I do when I'm doing my martial art techniques, okay? So you can get those in. Um, as I said, I recommend doing 20 punches per set, okay? And the cool thing is, is that I've actually, this is just a recent thing, but uh, not too recent, but a little bit, is that you can do, you can tag the chest in different ways by doing different punches. So for example, you can do the regular punches where you get your elbow up. You can do punches where you drop the elbow Okay, so you get more of a side punch, like a Wing Chun punch. Um, and that's, that feels strong sometimes. It's less on the shoulder, more on the chest. Um, you can also do upward punches. Okay, so you can jam the upward punches. And then you can also do like, like a kind of an upset version of the upper punch, where, you're, where you have your arm inverted and you're punching. It kind of works the bicep a little bit more and the chest at the same time. And those three versions are really good, you know, to do. I, I've done vertical round punches before. Um, but the, the thing about the round punch is that it kind of puts a lot more strain on the shoulder because you're holding it out so far, okay? And one of the things you learn as you get older is that the further you have your arms out when you're holding something heavy, the more of a chance you have of straining your back. So a lot of times we talked about this before about lifting it close to home and keeping your weights closer to your body so you don't do that, okay? But I will contradict myself in saying, that when you are practicing your martial art techniques without your weight in your hand, that you do need to get as much extension as you can in order to get centripetal force. Okay? Centripetal force. That's when it's a physics principle that means that um, the further out you have your arm, the more whipping action you're going to get and the more power. So, speed. Okay. Um, now, um. One of the things this is pretty recent that I that I do that I do when I do my rep challenge is that what I used to do is I used to I, I think I've said that in my earlier podcast 
I said, I get my workouts in and then I get, and then I take, take time for self-care and for stretching. Okay. So I thought to myself, I said, what about incorporating the stretching into my rep challenge? Okay. So this is how I do it. Okay. You can do it however way you want, but this forces me and also in my mind gives me credit for doing my stretching um, as part of my workout. So for example, let's say um, you do a calf stretch. Okay, so you hold your calf, you get a nice big stretch, you're holding it really good. Um, if you hold it for 20 seconds, okay, if you hold it for 20 seconds, I take that number and I divide it by two. Okay, so let's say I do a calf stretch for 20 seconds, then I divide it by two, and then that's 10 seconds. Okay, I mean, that's not 10 seconds, 10 reps, my bad. 10 reps. So that counts as 10 reps. Now I did that on purpose because the stretching is not as invigorating as your as lifting weights, okay? But it gives you credit for it. Okay, so let's say for example that you did this. Now um, before before I did my podcast today, I wanted to be a practice or practice what I preach, and I did a hundred uh, uh, ab exercises, a hundred reps of ab exercises before I started my podcast. Okay. So you sit down, lay down, bust a hundred out, you know, uh, 20 here, 30 there kind of thing. And I kind of make my numbers, you know, so I do 20, maybe 30 to make 50. Sometimes I just do 20, 20, 20, 20 and get to the hundred. Um, but I did, uh, I did a hundred before I came in. Okay. Then, uh, you have to do your stretching. So let's say I do calf stretch for 20 seconds and another calf stretch for 20 seconds. What does that end up being? That ends up being 20 reps. Okay, so I can add 20 reps to that if I did that, making it 120 reps for the day. Okay, now you yourself have to figure out how many reps that you think is good for you per day. Okay, so that gets you out there, that gets you going. Um, and um, one example that I can give you here, actually, I've written down back like I didn't, I'm thinking about it, um, is uh, P90X. Everybody knows about P90X, okay? Now, they had an ab workout, okay? And I sat there and just counted the reps one day to, to figure out how many reps are they doing. Well, they did 300, I think actually Tony Horton said it too. They did 339 reps, okay? So 339 reps in that massive uh, ab core workout they did, okay? And that core workout was all body weight exercises like I'm kind of having you do. And um, so I figured... You know, about 300, 300 to 350 is a pretty good number, okay, every day, okay? And I've been doing it for a while, and, um, you know, I can, the days that I do 450 or 420, I guess I get to 420 a lot, I don't know why, and then I get to 500, when I get to 500 and 600, 700, I really feel it the next day, so, and then there's days where I've done, like, the massive workout where I've done 1,500 or or uh, even 2,000. I used to, I'll give you another one too here real quick. I'm jumping around too much though. Um, but yeah, usually about 300, 350 is really good. 400 is, nice, is a nice day, nice day. And you can do it at the gym too. So let's say you go to the gym for a half an hour, you can count that as well. And then uh, you do body weight exercises at the park. You do some stretching at the park, okay? So if you're a pretty active person, you can get to a high rep count pretty easily. Okay, you can also cheat too, just like any other thing. You can cheat a little bit if you want, but that's not really good. It's all you're doing is cheating yourself. Okay. Um, also, too, um, 
another example is like I talk about like doing things at work. Okay, a lot of the ninja warriors that do the American Ninja Warrior contest, a lot of times they're busy. A lot of times they have regular jobs. Um, a lot of times they're working out why they're at work. Okay, so it's not unheard of to do things at work a little bit. Okay, if you have a job where you're sitting at a desk, then maybe you need to walk away. I know one time I used to work um, down in um, the Orange County Convention Center down in Orlando, and I would go take a walk. And every time I took a walk, I would go do some exercises when nobody was watching. Then I go back to back to the work site, and I would do my work like I like nothing faced me. Like I did like a hundred or two hundred reps, and I would just go back, and that would help me out because that extra walking and the extra working out would help me to feel stronger and feel like I'm doing something for myself. So let's focus on the the mental part of this now, the mental training in martial arts. The whole reason for doing this is to get a sense of accomplishment. You want a sense of accomplishment. It's not to have OCD about counting everything. It's about a sense of accomplishment each day. Once you have done what you think is um, uh, admirable for the day, you just let it go and you say, I worked out today. Good job. Okay, then you can continue being active and you can add to it. Uh, know that you're working towards a goal even when you're busy working and enjoying life. Okay, so you're hitting a goal even when you're busy. It also helps you to have a work, life, and fitness balance. See, I added that on there. Work, life, balance. What do you say all the time? Work, life, fitness balance. Work, life, fitness balance. Okay. Um, you also get a sense of completion that and satisfaction that you moved today. Okay, so sometimes you're sitting at home watching TV and you're like, well, I haven't moved very much today. But now with this, you, you have a sense that you have moved today, you have moved your muscles, you have moved your range of motion, and you did a good job. Okay? So, a couple things real quick. Let's wrap things up. The technique of the week is dumbbell punches. Okay? So, dumbbell punches. Whatever you're holding in your hand, you're doing punches with, that is our technique of the week. The martial art philosophy tip of the week is work-life martial art balance. See, I changed it again. Work, life, martial art balance. Same thing, fitness, martial art balance. It's just what a martial artist would say. Okay? And last but not least, the secret phrase of the week is, I'm a warrior, American Ninja Warrior. There's a song that, that plays that. It says, I'm a warrior, I'm a warrior, American Ninja Warrior. So I thought I'd incorporate that today since uh, we're having people work out while they're at work. Okay? So remember, we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Grandmaster Craig. Have a great day. Bye-bye.